we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. In order to stay in the will of God, we must watch for things that can become a barrier between us and God. In order to stay in the will of God, we must watch out for things that come between us and God. Amen? You can never get comfortable and stop paying attention because of this scripture right here. First Peter 5 and 8, it tells you, be awake. Don't go to sleep. Don't sleep on the devil. That's what he's saying. That's what it would be in our terminology. Don't you sleep on the devil. You better be awake and you better be vigilant. Vigilant, I mean. You better be vigilant. That means you better be calculated, decisive. You better know what you're doing because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, does what? He's walking around you. He's walking around you seeking whom he may what? Devour. Y'all watched enough National Geographic. If you don't, you don't watch The Lion King. Lion King was one of the best movies ever made. There was an anointing on that movie. But you've seen what lions, how they do. They'll see a pack of gazelles and they're hungry and the lionesses will start walking around walking around they don't go right at them they start walking around what are they looking for the weak one they're walking around looking for the weak one. as soon as they spot that weak one daddy lion is somewhere all he have to do is what he don't even have to be around them he could just roar when he roars they all gonna take off and they all the, the gazelle's gonna take off running and those lionesses are going to go right after. I mean, they have such tunnel vision. They're not, they don't care about the others. They spotted the weak one. And they're going to go right after that weak one and take them down. Yeah. They're like, why get tired if he's just going to be weak? You know, when they get real hungry, they'll chase stuff that's not weak. And usually they don't catch it. Y'all ever watch that? They don't catch it. Lions aren't that fast. They don't catch it. But man, that weak one. And they'll walk around until they spot them. And that's what this scripture is saying. The devil walks around you looking for a weakness. Catching you at your weak point. So he can devour you. Communion with Christ means that we don't allow anything to separate us from his plan. Proverbs 3 and 6, in all your ways acknowledge him. He'll direct your path. So we don't allow anything or it, look at somebody say anyone. We don't let anything or anyone separate us from God's plan. Boy, if you keep riffraff around you, guess what you're going to turn into? You're going to turn into riffraff. You keep weak folks around you, guess what you are? You're weak. That's why, that's, you're weak. You are weak. You want to know if you're weak or not? Look at the folks around you. That's all you have to do. Look at who you call friend, who you call homie, who you call home slice and ace boom coon. Look at them. Uh, that, that's you. 
get a piece of paper and write the flaws down. And that's you. You're around that for a reason. Our flesh will always desire things that harm us in the long run. So we must stay under teaching that what? Exposes these sins. Y'all, ugh. Back when John the Baptist was in the wilderness preaching, the Bible said, well, the Bible tells us and history also tells us that there was some 150 to 100,000 people that made the pilgrimage to the wilderness. They left the comforts of their homes, of the kingdom, of the king. They left all of that to go hear a wild man in the, in the wilderness. You know why? Because they wanted their sins exposed. They... <laughs> They knew that if I get under teaching, that'll expose what I'm doing. It'll teach me to not do what I'm doing. The king got mad, got so mad that he cut the head off of a wild man. You intimidated by a wild man? It didn't have nothing to do with John the Baptist. It had everything to do with the word he was preaching. Because remember the word he was preaching exposed the king. Because the word does that, but you got to stay around it so that it will point to the things that you need to change. Now, if you're too good for it and too high and mighty and won't change it, then that's your bad. You're the one that's going to stay weak. And when the devil comes around, he's looking for you. But we stay around the word so that the word will expose our flaws. So we can do, look at somebody and say, I just want to do better. Amen. Ten years later, I should be better. Oh, I just preached. Ten years later, I should be better. I should be stronger ten years later. The stuff that used to hurt and crush me shouldn't hurt me like that ten years later. But if you're not allowing the word to expose it, you're not going to change. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Matthew 26 and 41. Watch and what? Pray that ye enter not into what? So the Bible just said, and if you want to avoid temptation, watch and pray. Because the spirit is indeed willing, but the what? Here we go. So if you're weak in the flesh, the lion is looking for you. You better watch and you better what? It ain't enough to just spot the lion looking at you. You better pray and get him out of there. Our history plays a huge part in how certain things affect us. Our history. We all respond differently to various situations because of our what? Past experience. Some folks can't do what other folks do. If you was a, a, a lust promiscuous, lustful person, you can't watch Players Club. Get that out your collection. Nobody needs to watch that, though. Let me, let me back up. I think I saw a little of it, and I ain't ever watched that again. Don't do that. Don't do that. Some stuff don't nobody need to watch. Amen. Anything made by Ice Cube, you shouldn't watch. I mean, I think, I think we can just take a general consensus on that. It's going to be ignorant and have some stuff in there from your past. Hebrews 12 and 1. Wherefore, seeing we are all compassed about 
with so great a crowd of witnesses. Listen to this, y'all. This is so important. Let us lay aside every weight. That means let's lay aside everything that we shouldn't be carrying because it's heavy. Then he says, and, look at somebody say, and. Oh, y'all, this is important. And the sin, which, this is specific, the sin which doth so easily beset us. The thing that keeps pulling you back. The one thing that you feel you can't shake. He targeted that in this verse. He said, let us lay aside every weight. That means everything. You shouldn't be doing none of that. But also the sin that you're comfortable with. The one that easily knocks you down. And I learned something about that sin. I learned that the only way to get rid of that sin that just keeps knocking you down is to trace it. <laughs> you got to trace it. Meaning you got to trace it back to its origin. Because there's something you're doing that's letting it back in. And when you find that, you can never do that again, ever. Some movies you can't watch. Music you can't listen. Some gospel artists you can't listen to. Some places you can't ever go anymore. Some things that other people can do freely and, and, it's not, and it doesn't offend them, you can't do it. Because it easily knocks you down. Because of your history. Am I preaching in here? Man. Some things we experienced in our past scarred us. What? Permanently. It just, it, it scarred you permanently. Yeah. Had a pastor friend of mine, he told me, he said, man, oh, 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 I think I was in... Maybe I was in Miami. He's like, oh, no, no, dude, I can't go to no beaches. He can't go to beaches. He can't go to beaches and see women in bikinis. He can't handle it. Because it wakes up a sin that easily besets him. So he just stays away. Folk make fun of him. Man, you can't go to the beach. Man, it's just something. Beach ain't that special. Man, you can get a screensaver on your computer and put it on the big screen TV. It'll sound just like the waves and the water. Get you a hammock tied to the wall and just some virtual VR glasses and you there. Man, that stuff, it's not that important if you can't do it. Amen. Amen. Some folk can't be on a computer at past 10 o'clock. Get off. But I paid for it. Well, Jesus paid it all. Get off. Put some blocks on your internet if you that crazy. Yes, I know grown men with childproof computers. Protecting themselves from the sin that's so... You share your Facebook, your whole family's on it. We don't have, we got one Facebook page, everybody's name is on it. 
This is the Johnny Sally Soup, Paul, and, 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 and Ricky Wilson page. Yeah, because you can't handle a, an inbox on your own. Because of your history, you dated half the high school. You can't go to the reunion because of your... Man, can I just make this point? Why, why folk out there, but man, I ought to be able. No, you made bad decisions and now they're going to cost you something. That's your fault. You the one was a pimp in the eighth grade. Eighth grade? Lost your virginity in the sandbox. You can't go to the beach either. You see that sad boy? Don't tell him what happened to you. <laughs> but you gotta pay it. You gotta. You did that. So the Bible says, "Man, that sin that so easily besets you. Those are triggers. Things trigger your past and turn it on." After you fasted and prayed and cried and prayed. Folks tell me, man, I'm just, it just won't go away. I say, it'll go away. You just need to find out how it's getting in. Trace it. And it's going to be something you don't want to stop doing, I promise you. You're going to feel cheated like you're missing out. Yeah, you're missing out on sin. You can't do that no more. You better learn how to shoot deuces. You better learn when to leave the friends. All right, y'all. I'll see y'all later. Some things we experience in our past scarred us permanently, which can cause particular triggers to re make us revert back to our sinful state if we're not careful. Second Peter 2 and 22. Ooh, this is another one. But it is happened unto them according to the true proverb. The dog is turned to his what? Own vomit again. And the pig that we took out of the mud and cleaned up has done what? It's in the mud again. Boy, the Bible will preach all by itself. When we commune with Christ, we learn ourselves. And he shows us these pitfalls. You're not going to be around Christ and he not reveal to you what the problem is. You're going to know what the problem is. Christ will direct your path if you allow him to. Psalms 119 and 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a what? That's all I'm doing is shining the light on your path to show you where to step. You may have to go a different way. Take some different steps. Give up something. Things that promote sin will produce sin. Why don't some of y'all understand this? How do you think you're going to listen to set the, to, the, to the station singing about butts and booty and it not put those thoughts in your mind? How do you think you're going to leave the TV on centric videos watching all your old school Prince hits and it's not going to put sin in your heart? How, how? If reading the word puts the word in your heart, Watching sin is going to do what? 
why can't people get this? Things that promote sin will produce sin. And things that promote sin aren't of God. They can't be. We must, diligent, we must be diligent in protecting our hearts, especially when it's a sin of our past. Proverbs 4 and 23, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues. All your issues are in your heart. So you better guard your heart, especially when it comes to sins of your past. Y'all listening to this? Certain images, music, and former acquaintances can trigger behaviors that lead us away from Christ. Y'all, I get inboxed and emailed all week. Just, man, you know, I've had this friend, been my friend all my life, but they just won't do, they won't line it. Okay, just stop being their friend. I mean, but they've been, then why did you say something to me? I don't even let them finish the next statement. You told me they was your, been your friend for life. Did you have to make a change when you came to Christ? Yes. They don't have to? Well, they have to. But they won't? Then leave them. But you don't understand. Then shut up. Why did you come to me? If you're going to keep them, don't say nothing. Keep them and stay where you are. Stay stagnant with your issues and your prayers that can't even get to God. Because that's why they're in your life to stop your prayers. You can't trust God to let go of them. You can't trust God. Why are you telling me about it, man? I had to give up. My wife would tell you, boy, I cried and cried and cried about the people I had to let go of. Tried my best to hold on to them. Had to let them go. So why you get a pass? And you can have the friends that you want. I don't have no sympathy. Not at all. Not after what I had to do. We will never get free if we do not guard our hearts from these things. James 1 and 14. But every man is tempted when he is drawn, when he draws himself away. That's what it's saying. You're tempted because of what you're doing. God ain't putting no temptation in front of you. You're putting it there. You are enticed by what you're putting there. When he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed, you're doing it. Amen. We will only have a desire for the things of Christ when we forsake what we want to do. So until you forsake what you want to do, you're not going to have enough desire to do what God wants. <laughs> Your desire is reserved for one thing. A man cannot have two masters. You can't have two wheels. So you're res it's reserved for one. So until you let go of the one, you can't have the other. So until you let go of what you want to do, you can't have what God wants for you. 1 John 2 and 15. 
our desire must be for him and his way. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, then what? Because you can't do both. Can't do both. None of us can. So I ain't letting you get away with it. Don't come to me if you don't hear the blatant truth. Because if I got to live it, you got to live it. If I got to cut them off, you got to cut them off. If I got to walk alone, you might have to walk alone. I'm going to hell for no friends. You crazy. And then if you really doing what you should be doing, they talking about you anyway. <laughs> if they won't accept and change when you're not around, they think you crazy. They telling everybody. Well, yeah, that's my friend, but you know, she, you know, she into that, you know, that, that. Because if they didn't believe that, they change. Summary! I know people that walk in literal circles. As with the children of Israel, they never leave the wilderness because they are enjoying their present state. How do you enjoy the state, then regret the state later? That's, that's the part that get me. During the day, they hear, and then at night, oh, hear me, Father. Heareth me, heareth thee me. It is thine. But during the day, I, oh, oh, jump, jump. <laughs> I get all these emails at night. They all, I, I see them all the next morning. Oh, Jesus, what? He don't hear me. I've been praying. I'm just... God ain't listening to you. Because you won't do what he wants. The preacher done told you every Sunday what you need to do. And you won't do what he wants. You met with him privately and he told you what you needed to do. You won't do what he wants. You're doing what you want. So you're just going to walk in a circle. God got so sick of them, he killed them all. Killed them all and let their children get the blessing. Then told the children, if any of y'all start acting like your parents, I'm going to kill you too. Walking in a circle. That's what the children of Israel, they never leave the wilderness because they are enjoying their present state. Even though they know they should be better. They never get better because they never change anything. Same sins they struggled with 10 years ago are struggles for them now. They are losing the sin battle because Christ is not directing their path. They keep falling into the same traps over and over again. They will not forsake the things that are knocking them down. So they will continue to fall. Plain and simple. Man, you ain't possessed. There ain't no demon making you do it. Stop that. Demon can't make nobody do anything. Nobody. Demon has united with your will and is operating through you. But without your will, he's powerless. Just because it's popular doesn't mean you can do it. Because of your history, you may have to say no to certain things that others can handle. Being a new creation means that old things are passed away and all things become new. This is a decision and a walk that who? You are responsible for. If you continue to embrace things that hinder you, you will be hindered. If you continue to embrace things that hinder you, guess what? 
you'll be hindered. You continue to embrace things that block your prayers, your prayer is going to be blocked. Steal your victory, your victory's gone. If you keep embracing things that do that. But if you commune with Christ and allow him to guide you, you can be free and walk in the newness of life. Hebrews 11 and 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that... Listen. If you're going to come to God, you got to believe two things. You got to believe these two things. First thing you got to believe, you got to believe that he is God. But the second thing you got to believe is that he is a rewarder of them that. <laughs> so if you go come to God, you can't be half stepping. You got to believe that he's only going to give you what you want if you are diligently seeking him. So basically, if you're not doing what he wants, you're not going to get it. You have to believe that. So you can't call yourself a Christian that doesn't rap Christian if you're going to get something from him. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Everyone stand to your feet. Y'all, we all just trying to do what's right. Okay? That's what we're trying to do. But man, we better know what's right. That's what the word is for, to show you what is right. There are things, listen, I don't attest to know everything. I can't. But I know what you need. If you come under this fellowship and make me your shepherd, I know exactly what you need. You don't believe that? Why are you here? Go where somebody knows what you need. Wouldn't that make sense? So if I know it and I preach it, you got to do something about it. That's why you're here, isn't it? PJ can sing, but he ain't that good. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Sax player, Quamar can play, but man, the plan ain't that good. And when I say that good, I mean it ain't good enough for you to be here just for that. You can listen to that on the CD. We're about to release a song from PJ. You can take that song and go somewhere else. If that's what it's about. Ain't nothing we doing up here good enough. Should be to block you from getting truth and applying it. It's your choice. It's your choice. Everyone bow your heads. Difficulty communing with Christ stuff in your way I want you to just come up and I'm going to pray for you collectively just come on need this communion stuff's in the way big decisions stuff's in the way just got to do better stuff is in my way just come on Bible says who can separate us from the love of God not tribulation not distress not peril, not sword, not famine, nor nakedness. I declare that nothing shall separate me 
from the love of God. Nothing you've done is going to separate you from God's love. Nothing. 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 He loved you enough to give his son for you and to fix what's wrong with you. That's how much he loves you. He wants to fix it. But you got to commune with him. You have to make up your mind. I'm communing. From this day forward, I'm communing with him. I'm communing. I'm getting close to him. Communing with him. I won't make another decision without communing. There's folks I got to cut off. I'm going to cut them off because I want to commune. There's always going to be casualties to communing with Christ. Got to the point to where Christ looked up and the guys that were supposed to be with him, praying with him, would sleep. He didn't have anybody. It's going to get like that. But that's how he wants it because he wants to get you to commune with him. That's where you get the answers to your prayers. That's where you get the thing you've been asking him for. That's where it comes. That's where healing in your body comes. That's when it comes. That's when healing comes. From sickness, whatever. That's where it comes. That's where healing in your heart comes. From being hurt. The pain. That's when it comes. Comes with communion. Communion. He'll take pain away if you commune. Show him that you want to be with him. He said, if you sup with me, I will sup with you. What is it worth to you? What is it worth giving up? Who is it worth giving up? Do you really want what you're seeking for? You have to commune. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for this word today. Thank you for your power and your love. Your power, God, to fix things that are messed up, repair things that are broken, heal things that are sick, deliver things that are bound. Your power. We thank you for your power. And we thank you for your love. Your love, God. Where you loved us enough that no matter what we've done and no matter what we've kept doing, you still love us. You made a way for us to not die in it. You made a way for us to hear a word that would deliver us from it. We love you for it. And we thank you, God. And Lord, I pray right now that communion with you will begin deeper communion closer relationship god get our focus off of ourselves and let us focus on you so we will be where you want us to be in the place where you want us god those things that are hard to let go of i pray right now that you will help us to cut them off for good those people that are that have set up camp in our lives to make us look like a walking contradiction 
And every time we pray a prayer, the devil points at us and says, look, Father, that's a contradiction. God, that's a curse. I pray that your people in here, under the sound of my voice, will be able to break that curse, those ties that are binding us to that, so we can walk away and say, you know what? I've got to follow Christ. And what you're doing is not what he wants. Give us boldness for that, strength for that. Give us, Lord, what we need, the courage to do that so that we can be in your will and receive choice blessings from you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124 or donate online at exministries.com.